Welcome to Naturopathy Today. Your hosts are Dr. Michael Schwartz and Steve Langford. Join them as they guide you on a journey to good health through holistic naturopathy. Now here are Michael and Steve. Hi, and good morning, and welcome back to another informative, provocative, stimulating, frightening episode of Naturopathy Today. And you're probably wondering why I said frightening. And it really won't be, because the more you understand about our topic today, which is cancer, the more confidence you'll have in being able to deal with it from a position of strength. Good morning, Steve. How are you doing today? Good morning, Michael. I'm doing very well. Looking forward to this topic. You know, this is one that I can remember as a kid. It's the one disease I remember hearing about as a kid when I was in the 50s was the diagnosis of cancer. And it seemed just so dire and people always felt so sad for people who got cancer. Well, in those days, there were no good ideas commonly available as to what to do or how to approach it. And we've come a long way since then. And so I'm really looking forward to hearing your experience because you've got this in depth. So I'm ready to go. Okay. Well, with that said, you know, I'm not going to, well, I will. I'll just go back over what we really covered a couple of episodes ago, I guess three or four. And that is what is cancer and what causes it? First, what it is, it's an uncontrollable cellular growth. And we talked about that because part of the corruption of the protein that regulates the cell because of toxins is what stimulates the uncontrolled growth. There's a lack of differentiation. And that related back to the fact that the cells don't communicate with each other. It's a breakdown in the glial communication. We also talked about the fact that it seeks to invade uh, other aspects and grow and how I attributed the way that it does that as to an alien life form. And we talked about some of the causes like viral infections, and the real risk factors are having a weakened immune system first and foremost. Because when you look at the causatives, the causes like viruses, which are a poor diet filled with chemicals, and we got into that, about the Merck Manual, page 1170, you can look it up. Uh, gases, liquids, solids, and, and gases are gonna be really something that we'll talk about. But all of these things coming into the body are detrimental. The fried foods are another thing. The fats are another thing. Sugars and the chemicals of additives, preservatives, coloring, flavoring, stabilizers, cosmetics, and when it comes to cosmetics, if you can't eat it or drink it out of the jar, you shouldn't be applying it to your skin because whatever you apply to your skin, you are eating. So keep that in mind. And of course, life stresses because stress lowers your immune system. And the more garbage you bring into your body, an unhealthy diet, then the more corrupted cells you have. And if your immune system is not up to par, it's not going to be able to eliminate or nullify or control those corrupted cells. And then that is when you have a disease and that is what speeds up the aging process. What you can do to reduce cancer 
healthy diet, lots of fruits and vegetables organically grown because it's the chemicals, preservatives, as the list I just ran by, is what really create, corrupts the cells and creates an issue. Seeking to maintain a healthy body weight, doing physical activity on a regular basis. And the advantage to that is that as you oxygenate your body, one, you're going to burn fat because you're going to use the fat for fuel. You're going to oxygenate your body, which is going to feed your brain, which will you know, stave off dementia, senility, Alzheimer's is a whole other animal, and cancer cannot live in an oxygen-rich environment. Avoid, if you can, completely or minimize your alcohol consumption. Tobacco has at least 400 chemicals. I used to have a show here, Steve, in, in San Antonio on WOAI, which was a call-in radio show. You know, I took questions and answers and, and learned a few things from people who shared approaches that, you know, an example comes to mind was fungus on the feet. And I always say, you know, take golden seal root, Paul D'Arco, make a super strong tea, soak your feet in there, and that will get rid of the candida under the nails, athlete's foot, any kind of fungus on the feet. And I had a caller call in and said to me, you know, if you take organic cornmeal that they sell at the gardening store and make a mush out of that and soak your feet in that, that will do the same thing. He said he was a worker in the Amazon jungle and a lot of the guys got foot rot and that was their cure. Have you ever heard of any such a thing? Because I know you've been out of country and so may know some other strange healing habits. Well, I didn't know that one. Um, <laughs> and certainly I've heard of the ones that you mentioned and, you know, just these wonderful natural products that actually shoved to the side and discounted and, and old wives tales come to find out there's very powerful medicine in nature. And I love the ones that you just mentioned. I can tell you just one story here, if you don't mind, from my time in Guatemala, which is where I spent three years studying natural healing. And this may lead into part of your discussion today. We had a gentleman come to our clinic and we had a little eight bed sanitarium and he had cancer. Um, and he came to us, we fed him a vegan diet, we juiced fresh carrots every day, and we actually reversed his cancer in our clinic and he went home and decided he can't live like that anymore. He <laughs> gave it all up, got his cancer back and died. It Absolutely. was just an amazing awareness. The first time I ever saw somebody get such dramatic benefit and then reject it. And so this is a challenging scenario for a lot of people because in many cases it does require perhaps that we look to living a healthier life. And that's always not so easy, but that was my introduction to the power of nature for cancer and the power of the human spirit to overcome that benefit. It was really interesting. You know, when you talk about the human spirit, it reminds me of another thing about how powerful the mind is and how we seek to fulfill expectations, wants, needs, and desires. And the analogy I use is that there's two guys laying in hospital beds next to each other and the doc comes in, picks up the chart 
and he's got, you know, another doc with him and they're looking at the chart and he says to the guy, you know, he doesn't say to the guy, but he says to the doc very quietly, I don't think this guy's going to make it through the night. Look at this, look at this, look at that. Very soft, very quiet. And I don't think he's going to make it. And they put the chart back and he goes, picks up the other guy's chart, looks at his chart and says, wow, his, his numbers are fabulous. Well, we should be able to discharge him by 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Next day rolls around. They go back into the ward. Lo and behold, the guy on the left who they didn't think was going to make it through the night was thousand percent better, ready to get out and rock and roll and go home. The other guy was crashing and died, demonstrating that from one point of view, no matter how sick you are, if you get past that 50.1 line, one way or the other, you can make it powerful and revive and heal yourself, or you'll go downhill because you don't believe that you're going to be well. You don't think, or as you brought up, no, I don't want to make those changes. I don't want to follow that diet. What was interesting about his cure was that the fresh carrot juice takes us back to my favorite vitamin, vitamin A. He was getting it in the form of beta carotene. Vitamin A is the first nutrient for the immune system. So yeah, having a healthy immune system, doing a clean diet makes all the difference in the world. Well, you, may, you said something there that intrigued me, and I'd like your take on this. How powerful is the mind and belief play into not only cancer, but maybe disease in general? to facilitate or even perhaps be a detriment to a person's healing? Well, I'm going to give it to you from the positive first. And that is the way that true healing really works, even with our supplements. Okay. And it's based on faith first, belief and expectation. And it goes like this. If somebody tells you or somebody says to one of your neighbors, go see Steve, he's fabulous, he knows his stuff, and he will fix you. No ifs, no ands, no buts, he will fix you. So they come to you for a consult, they see you, they chat with you, their faith is already working that you are going to heal them. And now you've listened to their story, you put together a a list of suggestions. In their mind, it's their prescription. You give that to them. Now their faith is working as belief. This is it. You've given me what I need to go and do it. Now they buy the products. And now in their mind, expectation is at work. And remember, the mind is like a biocomputer and it works to fulfill our subconscious expectations. That's why it's taught to know yourself and the truth will set you free. And, and that's the bottom line, because we are, in truth, spiritual beings in a material vehicle. And the purpose of our vehicle is to get us from place to place and to help us bring balance and harmony into the material plane. 
And so where all this <laughs> disharmony, all this corruption, all this pollution is coming from is between our ears because we're not living in harmony with the creative continuum, which I call God. We're not living in harmony with nature. And so we have a different set of expectations at work. And that's where the negative comes in because on some levels, you know, it goes back to something in Exodus. And I may have said this once before, Steve, I don't know, uh, where it says that the inequities of the father are passed on three to four generations. I don't know if I've ever brought that up before, but somebody, and I told that to somebody and they said, well, what do you mean by inequities? And the inequities are the concepts, the belief systems that are passed on. And of course, because of the belief systems that, you know, influences our thinking, that influences our diet and all of that influences our health. So yes, the mind plays a role in healing and from another level, if you don't believe you can be healed from a condition, a situation, a.e. poverty, being abused by, you know, a spouse, uh, whatever, doesn't matter what the problem is. If you do not believe that you don't have the wherewithal to master it, guess what? You're not going. You won't. Does that answer your question? Yes, thank you. I appreciate it. It was roundabout way, but it really is, you know, and, and what I think people forget is that God would never place us in a situation that we cannot master because we're all here to bring balance and harmony into any situation. And every situation is our own creation. You know, people, you, you know, you hear in the New Testament, ask and you shall receive. Well, people don't realize that the human mind brain is an electromagnetic generator. And so it's sending out electromagnetic waves to draw to it what it needs, wants, desires, even if those things are detrimental. Because sometimes what you're drawing to you is to fulfill a negative expectation, a pattern of behavior that works against you. Well, one of the things I just thought of as you were describing that is that, yes, people are not always in situations where they can easily change the physical environment that they live in. Certainly there is economic concerns and familial concerns and cultural concerns that we're all constrained by. And what we don't seem to realize often enough is that that's one aspect. If we aren't employing our minds and if we aren't employing our spirit, we're missing two powerful components that even in the most dire circumstances can elevate us to a different level. And so this idea that cancer as a physical thing can only be controlled or eradicated by physical methods, I think misses the point that you were making about appropriating the value of the mind, positive thinking, positive direction, positive visualization, and the spirit, realizing that we are much more than what's just physical, and we can appropriate that spirit. I, I describe it as faith, um, as one of those things that leads us forward. Faith is where I believe we can't see the outcome necessarily, but we can certainly choose to believe in that 
spiritual power, that mental power, that visualization. And by appropriating those in a positive way will hopefully then lead us to have more opportunity and benefit on the physical plane. Do I understand that in the right way? Yeah, absolutely. And because everything is a matter of belief and fulfilling expectations. That is why it is vital to understand yourself and what your expectations are in dealing with anything and everything. It needs to be foundational to every health, whether you're healthy or whether you suffer a challenge, those things are important aspects. So never minimize the importance of the way you think and the way you believe. Absolutely. You know, especially because we're so centered on health as our orientation, but the reality is that the information we're sharing and the insights, the perceptions, the stimulation applies to every aspect of your life, your spiritual life, your emotional life, your financial life, your social life. It's all interconnected. Everything affects everything. So I want to continue with some of the other signs and things here that cause cancer before we completely run out of time. Because I do want to talk about the top 10, which if we don't get in this episode, we'll get in the next one. All right, I'm ready. Okay. An appropriate amount of radiation is okay. You know, I hate when I go to the dentist and they want to take an x-ray. You know, excess leads to rejection. So don't always acquiesce to authority about getting uh, an x-ray. It's not always necessary. Sometimes they just have to pay a bill. I know it's an interesting way to look at things, but you know, it is what it is. Reduce your indoor pollution is a real issue. Try to reduce that as much as possible during the spring. Keep your windows open during the fall. Air the house out while you've got nice, wonderful breezes coming through where it's not too hot, not too humid. So reduce indoor radiation, uh, pollution. Signs and symptoms, lumps, pains, sores that do not heal, that's obviously cancer. Um, the most common causes of cancer, and, and these are the things we'll get into next week and to what they really mean. And that is lung and colon and pancreas and liver and stomach and breast and sad state of affairs. Anyway, that's all I've got. Uh, we'll get in depth next week about each one of those in terms of, you know, what they really mean to us as a nation. So, Steve, that's it for me. Anything you'd like to uh, part company with? Well, this is so interesting, Michael, and it goes by so fast. I'm glad that we have opportunity to dig deep in our next episodes because these are discussions that need to be had. And the fact that we can do it over time, I think is gives people something to look forward to. We've laid the foundation. I'm looking forward to it. I know our listeners are too. So thank you, Michael. I look forward to our next chance to visit. As I do. Well, we'll see you next week. Same bat station, same bat time. <laughs> Talk Goodbye, <to> folks. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Naturopathy Today, sponsored by MNP, Michael's Naturopathic Programs at michaelshealth.com. Join us every Monday for the latest episode in this journey to excellent health on all levels.